Hello. Hello. Oh boy, oh boy. Cause it's Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to somewhere we don't know who we are. Oh, we were singing. I was singing a different one. <laughs> wow. Hello. Well, he sings it too. There's two. Oh, there's two verses. verses. Yeah. I thought you meant a different song entirely. No, we were all clearly singing the same song. Welcome uh, to the tournament podcast. I'm Mia D'Amelio. He's Trent Dozier. Mm-hmm. And today, as promised, we have a very special guest. Our first guest on the podcast. Our guest, we welcome them. Cam Hurt, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. wow. <laughs> the old Ham Kurt in the house. Oh, it's really great to be here, guys. <laughs> An honor. I'm... Cam, of course is the other half of world-famous improv duo Ten and Peller, mm-hmm. of which I am the other half of. <laughs> yep. Also, Cam, are you Peller? Let's, let's, before we get into the bracket today, I want to settle this once and for all. So many people are like, which one's which? And let's, let's, let's be definitive today. We used to say, we used to say who it was in our first shows ever. Trent, yeah. Trent would host the show... Uh, he would say, uh, hi, uh, we're Ten and Peller, I'm Ten, and also Peller, and then he would give Cam some bit assignment, basically. I would have a bit assignment. So, I mean, essentially, Trent is both, and I improvise with, it's, it, Trent is both. Yeah. Trent is both. Ten and Peller and Cam. (laughs) Feet Cam. Ten and Peller featuring (laughs) Ham Kirk. Okay. Enough for me. Yeah, well, it's great to have you here. Great to finally have a guest. Cam is actually, I don't know if you can tell, but he is live in the room in the pod center with us. This is not over Zoom. No. I'm in the same city as these two. That's crazy. For the first time in a while. For the first time since Mia and I left Chicago. In November. So wow. Just over six months. That's crazy. I mean, they picked me up today. You guys picked me up today. Hours yeah. ago. Hours ago. Got him at LAX. Um, Took them right to In and Out. Yeah, mm. like a couple of good Californians finished that, and now we're doing this podcast. So I might get a little sleepy halfway oh. through. I had a shake and a burger. I might get a little sleepy. You know what's funny? Matt Rorty, because on the Shrek episode, I said that I was sleepy because I had just had a, sh- a shake, and then our friend Matt Rorty, who always make you think, mm-hmm. who also was the coach of world famous improv team <laughs> Ten That's right. That's right. Um, he said. Why do you have narcolepsy because of a shake? And I said the sugar rush. Mm-hmm. It's the sugar rush. It's the dairy. It, it was also the, the the baby crying on my flight. And we'll get. <laughs> and we will get to that. And we will get to that. And we'll get to that. Yes, today's tournament, or should I say, this week's tournament, is which sketch from the Netflix sketch show "I Think You Should Leave" with <laughs> Tim Robinson is the best sketch from "I Think You Should Leave." Mm-hmm. We got 32 sketches. This is our first 32 bracket. So I guess we can say up top here, um, it's going to be a little different again this week. There will not be a Friday episode. It's going to be a special Saturday episode Mm -hmm. uh, so we can have a full day to vote in each round. Time to vote. Time to vote. Like Pennywise. Yeah. Horrifying. Nia loves Stephen King. We'll get to Stephen King at some point. We'll get there. We'll get there. But today uh, we're here for the jokes. Uh, We're here for the sketch show. It is on Netflix. It is only six episodes long. And to watch the whole series will take you about 90 minutes. 
So if you haven't seen it, I, I would highly recommend watching it. It's mm-hmm. very good. It's I said this on uh, Friday's episode in preparation for this episode. It's one of the most creative, uh, or it's one of the best and funniest creative endeavors that we've seen in the last five years, and dare I say, ever. Yeah, I, well, there's just not that, there's not a lot of sketch comedy shows that you can just watch and rip straight through yeah. Yeah. to its completion. Uh, I mean, even like, I mean, I love like Chappelle show mm-hmm. and sketch shows like that, but I, I don't think I could watch that many Chappelle shows in a row. This, I, it just, it works like a movie for me. I can mm. literally watch it straight through. If you wow. like sketch comedy, this, this does that for you. Yeah. For, for me, it does. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of sketch shows out there that I don't watch. I think the only sketch show that I ever really watched was Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, until this one, I have seen this show straight through at least 20 times. I, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Same. Yeah. yeah. It's just easy. And easy. I have not done that with Mr. Show. I can't mm-hmm. think of another sketch show. Well, it's like like you were saying with Chappelle's show. Chappelle's show has three seasons and the runtime of the episodes is like 24 minutes yeah mr show has like four seasons i think Mm -hmm. even more episodes than Chappelle's show and those are like a full half hour it's just like they're not as easily digestible especially as one unit as i think you should leave is i i do think there's a second season coming of i think you should leave oh i hope or not not i think i know for a fact there is because when i I watch you should make a season two yeah yeah, that's what i think i think you should stay (laughs) For more. <laughs> uh, okay. So check it out if you haven't checked it out. And if you have checked it out, then you're listening to the right podcast. Because, boy, we know every word to this series. So uh, let's get into a little... Uh, I, I, how did we do this? I'm stumbling over my words. Let's get into it a little bit. Uh, yes, how did we do this? How did everything get seeded? We had uh, we aggregated rankings from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different things. Here's what we got for you: the AV Club ranked the I think you should leave sketches. So we pulled from their rankings. Uprocks ranked the I think you should leave sketches. So we pulled from their rankings. Paste Magazine, which I've never heard of until hmm. this, uh, so we pulled from their rankings. And then Nia and I also did our individual rankings um through those into the uh into the old mix and then shout out to a couple other uh big old i think you should leave fans carl bradley our friend from chicago he did his rankings and, and? dan Carambolis, <laughs> he also did his rankings for i think you should leave so those are the seven places we are pulling from and then everything is seated from there based on their average um place in those seven rankings those last four rankings are, those, those are who I trust. Those last four people. I'm not trusting Paste Magazine. <laughs> Hell no. Never even heard of them. Yeah. But Carl Bradley, very credible. Yes. Incredibly, yeah. Especially for this. Dan? I, yeah. Same. I know. I found that uh, in the matchups between the four of us, basically, that Carl and I had the most similar list. Mm. Yeah, and, and Dan, Dan and I had some similarities. I feel like Dan and I were opposite. Mm-hmm. We had like the opposite <laughs> list, so it's really uh, well, this that, one is fair. Everybody, I would, yeah, I would also say that makes sense to me uh, because I feel like Dan and I have a, a similar, similar comedic sensibility, and you and Carl have a more similar comedic sensibility. Shout out, Carl, Carl Bradley. It influenced so many of the different type of comedians that we all used to yeah. be around. Yes. Uh, it's not like it influenced just uh, like the 
you and Dan types mm-hmm. or just the Carl and, and Mia types. It yeah. like really, there's something for everybody in it. There it really is. is. There, there really is. There really uh, okay, so let's just get into it. We'll go from, we'll just run through all the seeds real quick, no discussion, and then the discussion will occur once we get into the brackets and the matchups. Here we go. <clears throat> the seeds. The 32 seed is the I Want My Treasure Chest Cold Open. 31 seed, Herbie Hancock Lifetime Achievement Award. The 30 seed, have you guys seen that YouTube video? The 29 seed, Babysitter. 28 seed, Party House. 27 seed, Fenton's Stables and Horse Ranch. 26 seed, Christmas Carol. 25 seed, New Joe. 24 seed, Wilson's Two Pays. 23 seed, Both Ways. 22 seed, Baby Shower. The 21 seed is River Mountain High Part 2. The 20 seed is Choking. The 19 seed is Pink Bag. The 18 seed is Biker Guy. The 17 seed is Bozo Dubbed Over. The 16 seed is New Printer. The 15 seed is Mitch Bryant Commercial. The 14 seed is River Mountain High Part 1. The 13 seed is Witch Hand. The 12 seed is Instagram. The 11 seed is Chunky. The 10 seed is Nachos. The 9 seed is Laser Spine Specialists Commercial. The 8 seed is Traffic. The 7th seed is The Man. The 6th seed is Game Night. The 5th seed is The Day Robert Palin's Murdered Me. The 4th seed is Baby of the Year. The 3th seed is Gift Receipt. The 2 seed is Car Focus Group. And the number 1 seed is Brooks Brothers. Now, unbelievable. those are the names of all the sketches. And if you don't know the names of all the sketches, it's okay. We're about to go through and talk through what each one is, so hopefully you'll be able to recognize it that way. And also, when you go to vote, there is a picture pulled from each sketch that hopefully helps you recognize what the sketch is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully everybody will be able to know what's what if you're not sure. What I, like Brooks Brothers, that's the hot dog car sketch. I've watched this thing so many times, and yeah. there was like a handful of these titles I had no idea which mm-hmm. sketch they were for. Yeah, like The Man is pretty generic yeah the only the only reason i know what these sketches are called is because from the the uprocks article and the in the pace mag article and av club all of that has them listed by their official title so you know i don't know yeah they knew they're not all intuitive no yeah yeah they're definitely not all intuitive like brooks brothers should be called hot dog car (laughs) (laughs) and which hand should be magic sucks. Yes. Yeah. yes. Or magician sucks. Yeah. Magician sucks literally. That's how the sketch is ends. on the screen. Okay. Uh, okay. You so came we'll, up with fun regions for. Yes. So we'll these. go through the regions <laughs> and then we'll go through the matchups of each region. The upper left side of. The, oh, so the regions are named after the top seeded sketch in each, in each region. region. So the Brooks Brother region, or not the Brooks Brothers region. The region that includes the Brooks Brothers sketch will be the upper left of the bracket, and that's the random region. Random! Random! random. The, <laughs> the bottom left uh, uh, section of the bracket is called the dump it region. Trash dump it. it. Dump, dump it. it. 
The upper right section of the bracket is called the stinky region. Stinky! Stinky! And then the bottom right is the sloppy mud pie region. You took a sloppy mud pie. Didn't get a big enough slice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so here we go. Uh, So we'll go region by region. First, the random region. The matchups. The one-seeded Brooks Brothers versus the 32-seeded I Want My Treasure Chest Cold Open. The 16-seeded New Printer versus the 17-seeded Bozo Dubbed Over. The 9-seeded Laser Spine Specialist Commercial versus the 24-seeded Wilson Stupes. And the 8-seeded Traffic versus the 25-seeded New Joe. Okay, uh, Brooks Brothers is easily going to beat I Want My Treasure Chest Cold Open. That's literally 10 seconds of the old man wandering around. We literally just needed yeah. a 32-seed, basically. Yes. That does tie in to, uh, you know, the end of the episode. So in like he a... wants his treasure chest. Yeah, in like a linear <laughs> sense, that sketch makes sense. But otherwise, it's not even a sketch. It's literally... I mean, to call it a cold open, I feel like, is even generous. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll talk about Brooks Brothers in a second. Uh, it will face the winner of New Printer, which features Patty Harrison and Bozo dubbed over... Which is also which in the features Bozo the Clown. Yeah, which features Bozo the Clown. <laughs> it's also in the sixth episode, and that Bozo dubbed over is technically the second part of the. Have you guys seen that YouTube video sketch? It is when Tim Robinson actually dubs mm-hmm. Bozo over. Mm-hmm. He does the dub. Yeah. yeah. He so the <laughs> some guy. Right. The conceit is that he's with a group of other employees, and they're sharing YouTube videos. And in part one, he doesn't know. He's how never to share. Seen a YouTube he doesn't know video. what doesn't know YouTube videos up. are. Yeah. So part two, he clearly, you know, goes home, makes a YouTube video himself called Bozo Dubbed Over, and it's him dubbing over Bozo the Clown, you know, and everybody is, uh, all the other employees are like, uh, Reggie, did you go home last night and make a video so you had a video to show? I love no. that. I love that sketch so much because everyone else, the people who like knew the videos or that he's showing the videos to are like being so nice so to nice him. To they're, him. They're, they're really trying to include him yeah. so much and he is doing everything he can to like be a part of the team. Yeah. And it's so sad. I, I, I love this sketch um, and I think that it would do well in the next round against Brooks Brothers. Wow. Yeah. wow. So you think it would beat New Printer starring Patty Harrison, where she is yelling in the office about how Santa brought the printer. It's tough because that one's very quotable. Yeah. It's so quotable. Yeah. I'm not dumb. I'm smarter than you. I mean, there are already some episodes of this podcast where we have quoted this show. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of quotes mm-hmm. throughout this episode. Um, I have new printer going through. Uh, I actually like bozo dubbed over more mm-hmm. than new printer mm-hmm. but uh i think people love patty harrison yes yeah and so i think she will she will carry that sketch to the next round yeah that's well, me we don't have to all have the same no yeah opinion. that's my opinion the thing that i i think was most interesting that you said cam was that you think bozo dubbed over has a good chance against brooks brothers mm. yes. and i think i also like both of these sketches new printer and bozo dubbed over and I just don't think either of them have a chance against Brooks Brothers. Yeah. That I just I I also don't think so. But I think for me the Bozo dubbed over sketch is so funny. It's also one that I think gets quoted a little <laughs> less 
amongst circles of friends who quote this thing constantly. <laughs> uh, which is like when it when I rewatch this thing every once in a while and I come across that sketch, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. this is so good. Where I already like the you know printer sketch. Well, I know. Speaking of Dan Karambolis and his comedic sensibilities, trying quotes this one a lot. I quote. I also <laughs> quote Bozo Dubbed Over a lot. You know. This guy's about to jack off. <laughs> That's a three-time-a-weeker quote, maybe. He says that a lot. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Brooks Brothers is obviously the hot dog car sketch, which has recently been utilized as a political meme. Yes. To kind of explain what's going on in the world. My brother calls the Brooks Brothers sketch... Like the most important sketch of our generation. Oh. Yeah. Um, basically, if you haven't seen it, Tim Robinson is dressed up as a hot dog. He's in a hot, in a hot dog, dog costume. costume, and a hot dog car, like an Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile, mm-hmm. crashes through a Brooks Brothers. And Tim Robinson's is basically saying to all the patrons, like, "Who did this?" We gotta find out who did this. And it's, you know, it's obvious he did it. And people, you know, with the insurrection are kind of, and the Republican um, Mm -hmm. vote recently are kind of saying that it's similar. So uh, I don't know if Tim, I think Tim Robinson is very smart. I don't know if he ever meant for any of these to be <laughs> used as, uh, in that way, but... <laughs> I'll say that Tim Robinson probably did not know that an insurrection was coming That's in the yeah. next couple of years yeah. when he wrote this sketch. No, I think he knew. <laughs> Watch out all of the sketches. I think he knew. Yeah. The first word of every sketch, if you put them together. <laughs> it's so funny, and like... He, it's so immediately apparent that it's not him, and he just starts grabbing the stuff out mm-hmm. of the Brooks Brothers, the mm-hmm. really nice clothes right off the mm-hmm. rack, not even looking at sizes as he's explaining <laughs> yeah. why we all watch porn so much, yes. and it's why we don't know our grandmother's names. It's just like <gasps> such an untouchable oh, sketch. It's so good. <laughs> it's really, it's it's really good. It's not my favorite one, but yeah. it's like it. It, I think it might be the best one. Oh, I think it's spanking best. my bare butt, back. balls, and back. <laughs> okay, so I think we're in agreement that the Brooks Brothers sketch will go to the finals of the random region. Wow. Yeah, we just but we hopped over the lower part of the bracket. That's what I'm saying, to the finals of the random region. Oh, yeah, you're yes. right. <laughs> okay, so the, Sorry, the Laser Spine <laughs> Specialist commercial versus the Wilson's toupees, also kind of a commercial style sketch. There's a couple, there's like three or four or five um, commercial quote unquote sketches in uh, I Think You Should Leave. And Laser Spine Specialist is one that goes off the rails more than the others, I think, somehow. It it becomes uh, some, not it becomes, a commercial. It becomes not a commercial, and then they tie it back with the commercial at the end, which is just incredible. This, go ahead. At that point, in the show, you've watched so many crazy sketches that have uh, either no ending or like the craziest ending mm-hmm. you've ever seen. And so when the commercial starts, you're already ready for like, this could be anything. Yeah. And you, I mean, it takes you in a completely different direction. I, this is like right up my alley of humor. And so yeah. that this one, again, it's going to be really hard to beat for me out of this region. River Rock. I agree. I think... Like, Moon River Wilson's toupees is one joke, and it is funny. Yeah. But Laser Spine Specialist is 
a work of art. And it is also the first time in the series that we see Connor O'Malley. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I well, think... the second time we see him is in the next matchup. <laughs> yeah. The 8-seeded Traffic versus the 25-seeded New Joe. Let's talk about New Joe first. Okay. That is the sketch. This is a sketch that is not intuitively named. Yes. At some point, the, uh, the priest leading the sermon in the sketch does say, does call Fred Willard New Joe, but... This is the Fred Willard sketch. Yes. He's the organist. organist. (laughs) Yes. At the funeral. This sketch to me, uh, I love. It's it's in episode three, which I think is, which is definitely my favorite episode and I think is also the best episode. So it's tough not to also elevate this one. Mm. Um, It is probably one of the weaker sketches on the list, though. But it makes me, the, the line where fred willard says that he's gonna play a new song and he says it's called he layeth on high it's about a big baby duck who gets his head caught in a stewed tomato none of those words make sense together and i just love that line because it's so stupid Uh, i know um i do think this is a very niche sketch uh i know that shout out to another attorney at pod andy urschel loves this sketch as well (laughs) big daddy andy and you know i'm sure he's like it's ranked 25th what the heck but i think this is like appropriately ranked for new joe amongst all of the other sketches and i don't think it's going to be traffic i don't think so either unfortunately i mean i also like new joe but it doesn't make me laugh quite as sharply as traffic does traffic honestly might be my favorite it's Uh, it's one of my favorite endings of any of the sketches in the whole i mean him reading through the magazine and with like the relief mm-hmm. that he has like of like a <laughs> so traffic is the honk if you're horny sketch where yeah. tim robinson has a honk if you're horny bumper sticker on the back of his car and connor o'malley who you might remember from the laser spine specialist commercial is... your family doesn't love you only, <laughs> only I, love I, love you. I love you uh connor o'malley is the guy honking because he is horny and he follows tim to what is at the end revealed to be his tim's mother's, mother's funeral, funeral. <laughs> uh but, you know, they're in this cemetery uh, arguing about whether Tim has magazines and calendars and stuff to ease Connor O'Malley's horniness, which he does have in the back of his car. Yeah. But, like... It ends with the song that we opened this podcast Because it's Friday night. <laughs> yeah. sings, Tim Robinson sings that song at his mother's funeral. Sings a funeral, a song at his mother's funeral. This is, like... This sketch has so many parts. <laughs> yeah. Three stacks on the radio. That whole ending of this song is so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it, I think traffic's definitely going through. And then. So then, which Conor O'Malley sketch is better? I... Razor Spine Specialist or Traffic? It's like, do you. Are you. Conor O'Malley, just the way he looks in the Laser Spine sketch is so funny mm-hmm. with like the fake tan and his hair mm-hmm. done up. And he's like, so like, we're going to fly him down from Indiana. <laughs> and, like, and he's like screaming at people. At, but the way he depicts, um, if you were so horny, it was a problem. Uh-huh. The, the way yeah. he's like grunting and making all those noises, that's Connor, that's Connor O'Malley to me. Yeah, I actually had initially written down um, Laser Spine, but I'm changing my answer, and I think Traffic's going to win. Yeah, Traffic is my pick. So that gives us Traffic versus Brooks Brother, a.k.a. Honk If You're Horny versus uh, Hot Dog Car. Mm-hmm. Boy, I love to say hot dog car and just put some wicked emphasis on hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. 
I think Brooks Brothers is going through. It, yeah, it has to. I mean, I hate it's to. It's the sketch of a generation. Yeah. It's the sketch of a generation, and it's it's getting a new life right now in a way that a lot of the other sketches aren't. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was wild that it was ranked one over what two is. Yes. But, yeah. Two. We will get to that. We will get to <laughs> Well, actually, of all the rankings, only Carl's ranking had Brooks Brothers ranked first. Mm. And uh, Brooks Brothers had the highest average with an average ranking of 6.4. The two seed, Car Focus Group, which we'll talk about in a little bit, was overall ranking of a 6.5. Wow. But the next highest seed for Brooks Brothers was four. Everything else was higher than a four. The Car Focus Group... Uh, had two places rank at first, two places rank at second, and one place rank at fourth. Okay. But then the other two, that was the big, the big difference between pushing Brooks Brothers to the top seed over the Car Focus Group. You know what? I do, I do trust Carl. So. Uh, yes, you do. I, same. Uh, okay, so the projected winner of the random region, random, is Brooks Brothers. That sounds so much like Dan White. Shout out to Dan White if you're listening. Also a, a podcaster. Yeah. Uh, he is a podcaster, but is he an attorney at pod? I guess we'll find out. I don't think so, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, the, we move to the bottom left to see who will face off with Brooks Brothers in the final four. We have the Dump It region. Here are the matchups. The four-seated Baby of the Year versus the 29-seated Babysitter. The 13-seated Witch Hand versus the 20-seated Choking. The 12-seated Instagram versus the 21-seated River Mountain High Part 2. And the 5th-seated The Day Robert Palin's Murdered Me versus the 28-seated Party House. Yeah. Okay. Baby of the Year is easily going to beat Babysitter. So let's talk about Babysitter for a second here. Babysitter is... I don't think I have ever watched it with my full attention. Sure. Where it is in the series... Late. It's a, late in the... I think it's in episode five. It's the last yeah. sketch of episode five, I think. And it... Um, as... Uh, maybe you guys will understand this. It is so... It's so plain. Nothing absolutely insane is happening at the top. Mm, it's just like normal people at a party. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I can't... I can't get focused. And it's just a little... Uh, pop of the silliness you yeah know, when you you know when when tim robinson pulls the guy away and mm-hmm. he's just like if you talk about the babysitter one more time i'm gonna kill you or i'm gonna fucking kill you like that's like a minute or so into the sketch yeah. and so yeah you're so right it's like the beginning of it is just such a the stakes are just kind of high yeah mm-hmm. when everything else the stakes are either insane <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well we also know that the because pe- like if what he was saying was real the stakes would be higher but we know he's literally they're making up, him and his husband were making up an excuse for why they were late yeah. to the party. And they were like, let's just blame it on the babysitter. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they were late because of themselves. So now Tim is saying that, oh, you know, the babysitter hit these two people with their car. And they're dead now. But the cops said it's okay because they like, they don't matter. The people don't even exist. And then he's like, is it homeless people? Or, I, I don't know. <laughs> If you keep asking me, if you keep asking me about the babysitter, I'm going to fucking kill you. It's and very funny. It 
obviously that is hilarious right off the jump that like just blame it on the babysitter like gets away from him so easily yeah uh, yes. But, like, it, it it takes a lot to heighten that joke all the way through the end of the sketch where, like, every other sketch on this list. Mm-hmm. I guess we don't have to take this much time just absolutely trashing this sketch. <laughs> but, <laughs> he but, pulled the dip. Barry did. Look! <laughs> a fun fact, the, the last thing that I have to say about Babysitter, though, that I think should be mentioned because we are all from the Chicago comedy scene, mm-hmm. is that the husband of Tim Robinson, the... What are they? What's their relationship? I think no, the guy he's mad at, Barry. Yeah. I think that's his, yeah. No, no, no. This is, his husband is some actor. Oh, yeah. The guy he's in the argument, the guy who plays Barry is who you're talking about. Right, right, right. Is Mark Raderman, who is also in Cook County Social Club with Tim Robinson. Yes. As well as three other, three other uh, jabronis. (laughs) Jabrons, baby. They're all very funny. I've never seen Tim play with the four of other ones but i have not either the four are very funny yes uh okay we'll talk about baby of the year when we talk about um it versus the <laughs> whatever winner, wins this the one. winner of this matchup the 13 seated witch hand also known as magicians suck yeah versus the 20 seated choking i think we're in agreement that magicians suck is probably the better sketch oh it's my god so funny okay so let's talk about <laughs> so let's talk funny. about choking real quick then which is also an underrated sketch yeah it is funny um and that I- caleb went yeah, I'm a huge fan of his Angels and Archways clothing line. Tim Robinson is at a, a restaurant with his friend, Gary, played by Gary Richardson. Uh-huh. And um, he see, they see a celebrity, and Tim Robinson kind of freaks out, and he starts choking on his food, but won't admit that he is choking on yeah. his food because he, he wants to make a good impression <laughs> for the celebrity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very funny how he talks, and then... I'd watch him do it for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's really funny, but honestly, to me, the best part is the end. Yeah, where uh, Gary Richardson calls an ambulance for him, and they are giving Tim Robinson the Heimlich, and eyes to the camera in slow motion. Tim Robinson is getting the Heimlich maneuver, <laughs> and just staring yeah. at the at the camera. That is that is the picture <laughs> I used for the uh, the bracket or for the. Uh, the, the voting the poll yeah it's oh, it's funny but it is not as good as magicians suck yeah so that's, which hand that's is, elite which hand is the sketch with cecily strong mm-hmm. where uh her and tim robinson are married and they go out for a night out and a magician in cecily's eyes embarrasses tim <laughs> robinson on stage and then when they finally get home cecily basically tells tim robinson that they're gonna stay together for the kids but they are going to get a divorce once the kids She move can't out. respect him anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. This one I think I know every single line to. Yeah. It's absolutely... You ruined my life! It's so ridiculous. And um, it is also, I feel like, one of the few sketches in the series where Tim Robinson sort of plays the straight guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cecily yes. is the, the heightener. Mm-hmm. Um. And that is refreshing to hear him say, like, I find myself quoting lines that he says because they're so normal. Yeah. And yeah. so they're so, like, out of the ordinary from the rest of the series. Like, oh, my God, Brenda, it was just a magic show. Is not funny. <laughs> but because he says it, it's it, very funny to me. And her, I mean, Cecily Strong's performance in this is probably the funniest performance of any sketch. <laughs> yeah. And because it's so refreshing, like you said, because it's just for once not... 
you know, Tim, Tim Robinson screaming. yelling <laughs> or Sam Richardson yelling with him or something. But like, oh my God. I mean, like she just murders this. If you haven't seen this sketch and you are looking to start somewhere, this is a great place. <laughs> this is a good place to yeah. start, I agree. Uh, and it, it opens episode three, yeah. which I think is the best God. one. <laughs> Uh, okay, but is Witch Hand good enough to defeat the top seed in this region, Baby of the Year? Who will be the Baby of the Year? I have Witch Hand beating Baby of the Year. Wow. Baby of the Year is very popular. Yeah, it's the number four seed. Um, it's well, got babies in it. Really hard to beat mm-hmm. having babies in it. And especially if you're going to put a bad boy baby in it. Yeah. Bart, Bart Harley Jarvis. <laughs> this, like Honk If You're Horny, has a lot of parts. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. We are moving through a lot of things at a breakneck speed. There are babies. It's a, it's a cute baby competition. Sam Richardson hosting. Then you find out that one of the babies sucks and you don't know why. <laughs> then you find out that there's a mystery judge mm-hmm. that gave... Uh, one of the babies who is the no. clear favorite to win. No, the baby's dad. Oh, the baby's dad gave him <laughs> important gave distinction. Yeah. Oral sex. An adult man to... gave the mystery judge oral sex. And then someone tries to kill Bart Harley the bad Jarvis. baby. <laughs> with a gun. With a gun. They uh-huh. run up on stage with a gun. And then they show an in memoriam of past <laughs> baby winners who have died. And they give the They're reason. They're old ones. They give the reason for why they died in the in memoriam. Teeny Daffy Dunky. And that's all in... Pancaked by a drunk dump truck driver. It's in three minutes all yeah. that happens. So it's a lot. I I think that Witch Hand is um, just a little more subtle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I think it is better than Baby of the Year, even if I like both of them. Right, but are you saying you, I mean, I know you like Witch Hand more, but are you saying you think the people like Witch Hand more than Baby of the Year? I think, I don't think that either of them will beat what I have from the bottom region. Mm. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I don't. I think Baby of the Year is like way more memed. In, like in the in the zeitgeist so to speak than which hand is but i think i would agree that which hand is more subtle and like i quote that more than i quote baby of the year but i, I mean i love both of them i love all these sketches I, I think it, oh go ahead no you go i i think as people are looking through the titles of these i think they're going to see baby of the year and put that through yeah. a lot around Fair. because also that's yeah. one that unlike a lot of these is just an intuitive you immediately know, oh, Baby of the Year, that's that sketch. Yeah, you even don't if have you only remember the it. one part of it. Yeah. You know, even if you only remember Who Bart Harley. <laughs> that sketch is also, I said this earlier about how some of these sketches don't really have an ending. They just kind of end. This, this sketch <laughs> is the epitome of, of that. <laughs> yeah. It literally ends with Sam Richardson going, trash it, dump this it. This is trash, dump it. <laughs> And he, the way he, like, goes back and forth between, like, being the best host of the Baby of the Year competition to, to like, it, they're not old now, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, I, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. Okay. The bottom half of the region, we have the 12-seated Instagram featuring Vanessa Bayer versus the 21-seated River Mountain High Part 2. <laughs> we'll obviously talk about River Mountain High Part 1 later. River Mountain High Part 2 is like the very end of his conversation in the high school. And then really what this sketch should be called is 
the TC Tuggers commercial. <laughs> and it's just, you know, the four guys dancing with the... Oh my god, I just love it so much. It's very funny, but like Wilson's toupees, yeah. it is a single joke. Yes. it. You know, it's... I love it. It's great. It's not going to beat Instagram. No. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Instagram a little bit. Vanessa Bayer sketch. This, I think, is the first sketch I saw, like, advertise, like advertising the show. Mm-hmm. Like, before I saw the show, I saw a clip of this sketch, um, which makes sense because I think that they were using Vanessa Bayer as, mm-hmm. like, a, you know, you know, you know <laughs> Vanessa Bayer, you'll love this show. Yeah. Um, they were right. Yeah. They were right. <laughs> this is one easily one of. I'm surprised it's ranked so low. This is, yeah. I think, easily one of the best sketches in the whole series. Slapping down pig shit with these fat fucks, but I'm the fattest of them all. <laughs> she or me some... an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just called me an idiot, so. <laughs> yeah, this. I I think this is this is gonna go far for me. Yeah, Vanessa Bayer doesn't understand how to use Instagram. And that's the conceit of the sketch, so to speak. Yeah. Um, okay. This other matchup, we have the 28-seated Party House versus the 5th-seated The Day Robert Palance Murdered Me. Party House is, of course, the intervention for Tim Robinson. Kate Berlant owns the Garfield House. For whatever reason, this to me feels like... I mean, obviously, I think it's reflected in its 28th seed. But, like, people don't like this one that much. I think it's very underrated, very funny. I mean, I love Kate Berlant and the whole conceit that they're just in the Garfield house is like insane. Everything yeah. in here is Garfield. And then the out of the sketches, the guy from the opening coming back. To get his treasure chest. It wasn't Jim Davis. It's the guy who killed Jim Davis. Well, that isn't used at all in the other sketch or in the other shows, yeah. the other episodes. And so it makes it a weird like three part piece. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I think is cool because you watch so many of the not same sketches, but you know yeah. a lot of the same stuff going on. So yeah. it's like so very different. But yeah. that's also probably why it won't do very well in this bracket. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it will beat the day Robert Palin's murdered me, which I no am chance. surprised to see rank so high and happy to see rank so high because I also feel like this is one that doesn't get talked about a ton either. Yeah, I feel like um, Party House has a single redeeming quality and it's Kate Berlant's line of a hot dip or something. <laughs> um, it's a total party house. Yeah. <laughs> she and leans then, over. Garfield. Whole house. Whole house. <laughs> uh, the day Robert Palin's murdered me is very funny. It is hard for me to pay attention to this sketch also because <laughs> I think they're, it's just, it's a never ending story. <laughs> it's a story that doesn't make sense. So, um, unlike He Layeth on High, which only has one sentence, this song is a whole song that is nonsense. Uh-huh. But I love The Bones Are Their Money. The Bones <laughs> Are Their Money. That's my favorite line. You said The Bones Are Their Money like four times. It's because I couldn't remember if I had already said it or not. <laughs> I, I love this I love this sketch so much. I love the trope. I love a biopic movie anyway, especially yeah. about an old musician. So I love yes. the, like, thinking about the part of be like, all right, you get one more chance. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, he added in, like, kind of something that we used to deal with in improv of just, like, maybe something is really going well and we kind of can't believe it. And then someone just comes in and just absolutely ruins it yes. and has no idea they're doing it. And I I know that since Tim is a 
former Chicago improviser. I know he has probably run into this before, so that's what I like to think about during this sketch. And then just the glee that he is taking, like how happy he is to be joining in, having no idea that he's like ruining this masterpiece is just like, uh, it's going to get me every single time I watch it. The best line of the sketch, which didn't even like resonate with me until like the fifth time I saw it and Dan, Dan Carambolis was like, this is the best part of the sketch is at the end where the record producers are like, we really liked what Billy was doing. And then Tim Robinson is like, Billy me or Billy him? <laughs> and, the, and the record producer is like, your name is Billy also? And Tim Robinson is like, no, that's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So like, good. that is so smart. That's so smart. Oh. <laughs> I actually do think that um, you're right, Nia. I think Instagram will probably beat the day Robert Palin's murdered me, though. Yeah, I, I think, think it, I think Instagram's going all the way. It's shorter. It's more concise. Vanessa Bayer's a bigger star. And I feel like Robert Robert Palin's is uh, Robert Palin's reminds me of Walk the Line, which reminds me of Walk Hard. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, a riff on a riff on yes, a riff for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's it's deep layers deep. Whereas Instagram. You have an Instagram, you know. Yeah. You know what Instagram is, yeah. so it's a it's a point of entry. That's a you and your friends easier. have sat around at brunch before, right? Yeah. I'm gonna disagree with you both. I'm gonna think. Um, I think that just the line, "The bones are their money," the is gonna carry. It's gonna carry it so far. <laughs> is what I think. Okay. So then. So are the worms. So then. So then, <laughs> Nia, you think Instagram will beat Baby of the Year? Yes. Cam, you think the day Robert Palin's murdered me will beat Baby of the Year? Yes. And I will say, wow, Baby of the Year. I will say Baby of the Year will beat either. Yeah. And that will be my pick. For and that'll be the regions. The top, okay, so the top the, seed can't keep winning. There's yeah. just no way. <laughs> uh, so then the real question is: for the finals of the left side of the bracket, we have Brooks Brothers versus Instagram, or the day Robert Palin's murdered me, or Baby of the Year. Do any of us think any of those three sketches? Would be hot dog car. I have Brooks Brothers going through to the final. I think I'm going to take Brooks Brothers as well. Hot dog car. And I'm also going to say hot dog car is in the final. All right. <laughs> easy. We easy, go to easy. the right. We go to the right side of the bracket. The upper right hand corner first. Stinky. The number two seated car focus group versus the 31 seated Herbie Hancock Lifetime Achievement Award. The 15-seeded Mitch Bryant commercial versus the 18-seeded Biker Guy. The 10th-seeded Nachos versus the 23-seeded Both Ways. And the 7-seeded The Man versus the 26-seeded Christmas Carol. The number one sketch from this show, and maybe sketch of all time, in this household is Car Focus Group. I have upwards of 10 videos on my phone that are just of Nia watching the sketch in her... (laughs) crying laughing um it's it's one of my favorite things we will talk about car focus group in a second herbie hancock lifetime achievement award we can just touch on that briefly it's unbelievable that herbie hancock (laughs) is in this sketch show (laughs) he's in the sketch well what's his lines yes (laughs) was he was he or was he not in detroiters at some point i don't think he was but that um they have guests He's yeah. been able to get guests where it's just like, how is this person yeah. on the Tim Robinson show? Yeah. Um, Herbie Hancock is funny. The sketch. But it it's, is funny. It's like, it is ranked 31 in our list, I think, f- for a reason, probably. Yeah. It's just like, it feels almost like a throwaway. 
I forget about it a yeah. lot. This is the one for me that is hard to pay attention to the whole time through. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a bunch of different turns, like a lot of these do. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as we start talking about the dog covenant in his hair, I'm just like, <laughs> I got it. I think I got it. Okay, oh so Car Focus Group will take on the winner of the Mitch Bryant commercial versus Biker Guy. Mitch Bryant commercial is the second sketch of the show, uh, of episode one, and it's the one that goes, Has this ever happened to you? And then the whole thing is just a run-on sentence from Tim Robinson playing the role of Mitch Bryant, personal injury lawyer or whatever. This is the sketch. um, First of all, this sketch was also heavily used in promotions. Yeah. I think because has this ever happened to you is such a nice way to open anything. Uh Yes. And I think, like we've said, a lot of these sketches have a lot of destinations in a short amount of time. And I think the the structure of a has this ever happened to you commercial mm-hmm. is the most successful yeah at executing those journeys just the mechanism of has this ever happened to you um that i am tired of this sketch but i think it will win <laughs> uh, um you don't run you walk you're not part of the turbo team <laughs> It sets up the silliness of the entire show yes. so well. It's like the second sketch, like yes. you said, in, yes. in the whole show. So it sets up, like, expect some yelling and just crazy behavior out mm-hmm. of adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm also a little... Because I always start it right from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I catch this one every time. Yeah. So. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I do, think, <laughs> I do think this will be biker guy. Really? Yeah. What? Oh, I think Mitch Bryant's going to win. That's what I said. I think it will beat Biker Guy. Oh, I thought you said I think it will be Biker Guy. Oh. Like, it'll be Biker Guy that wins. Oh, Biker yeah. Guy that lose. You guys both think Biker Guy loses. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow, dude. Fight for Biker Guy, Cam. <laughs> Fight for it. That, it's so, you have no idea why he's getting so excited about the motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. Other <laughs> than the fact that he is dressed like someone who gets excited about motorcycles. Uh. And then that they take him to space into like a motorcycle hub. Oh my God. And then the way that they celebrate the woman at the end with the baby, all of the, you know, biker heads are around her like, yeah, yeah. It's. It's one of the sweetest. Yes. Sketches. Definitely earnest. An earnestness that is not often found in this series. It's heartfelt. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's my pitch. Let's go. That's great. None of this is going to beat car focus group. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a moot point. Starring Ruben. now famous Ruben Rabasa. Yeah. Yes. Uh where, you know, they, Tim is running a car focus group and Ruben's in it and he's crazy and it's fun. Mhm. Nia, care to expound on it in any fashion? Just go watch it on YouTube. <laughs> like I have nothing to say. You just need to watch it. Like again, this is a sketch like magicians suck. Mhm. This Witch Hand and Game Night, I know every single line too. You have no good car ideas. We could do a bracket of the different parts of this sketch. Yeah, best and line. rank them. <laughs> best yeah. lines of this sketch uh, yeah. of dialogue, and you could do every line of dialogue. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm doing the it. best at this. Yeah. I'm I was, Trent said he was crazy, but he's not crazy. He's actually doing the best at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most so. popular, and he's. Who is most popular now? Paul. Oh, Oh man. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's move to the bottom half of the region to see who will face the car focus group. This this has one of the worst uh, 
one of the toughest matchups for you. Second matchups for me. Okay, we have the 10 seeded nachos versus the 23 seeded both ways. Both ways is the first sketch of the series. It's him opening the (laughs) door door. and it's a it's a push door but he forces it to pull this because he has already said to someone that it is both ways yeah and he is too prideful he (laughs) he just did a job interview we talk about uh you know tim is time tim robinson smart enough to have known that he would be making commentary on stuff that was going to be happening two years later like i thought about this so much as we were going through the campaign with (laughs) (laughs) joe biden and trump and like you know where i'm from there's a lot of people who are trump supporters and just in talking about some of these issues it was just like a (laughs) you're just forcing the door (laughs) that doesn't go that way through it and saying see and i just like i think about that sketch so often when i'm like in in that kind of a conversation that's so true yeah Yeah. or just like every every moderate democrat to extreme (laughs) leftist just throwing all their eggs in joe biden's basket it will see it works (laughs) (laughs) see boom Uh, it's going up against nachos, which is where <laughs> Tim is on a date, and him and his date are splitting nachos, and he what? goes over to an employee and says, you know, she's taking all the fully loaded nachos, can you just tell her maybe there's a rule um, that you have to split the fully loaded nachos It's not nachos that she's evenly? eating all of the fully loaded nachos. It's that she's eating all of the stuff that they put on the chips of the fully loaded nachos. Yeah, she's eating the she's fully eating loaded the ones. She's eating the meat. She's eating all the fully loaded parts. She's not eating any of the plain chips. She's not eating any yeah. of the, yes. And this is Lily, um, oh, who is, I, I'm blanking on her name. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know who it is. Oh, she's so funny. Oh, my God. I mean, she's funny in this. Yeah. Incredible improviser. Uh, How did we not damn. know this? Oh, my God. And I follow, I follow her on Twitter. I'm... If she if she up. ever finds out, I uh, <laughs> and she's so so funny in this. And my favorite line that she says in this whole sketch is, "We're not. I don't want to go to the movie now." Yes, <laughs> and he's like, "What? what? <laughs> yeah." This I mean, this sketch is top ten for a reason. Big time. Like it's very funny. Um, his voice keeps getting higher, yeah. which is, you know. Some things are really smart, like Brooks Brothers, and you laugh at them. And then some things are just so stupid, like an auto-tuned high voice, and you laugh just as hard. Yeah, to to send his voice that high at the very end, what? it got me, and then <laughs> just cut it off. Yeah, that is the end of that sketch. Yeah, that's a great You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we think nachos over both ways, probably? I think nachos. Oof. Both are good. This is a this is probably one of the tougher ones for me. I, I'm gonna take nachos, especially uh, the the guy who plays the waiter is also funny the way he delivers. His yes. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> okay. The other matchup is the seven seated the man, which is the Will Forte sketch versus a twenty six seated Christmas Carol, which is uh, Sam Richardson coming back from the future in a robot costume. Oh to, crap! To, <laughs> to help Scrooge. <laughs> Uh, fight off a bunch of the bone mamas. Uh, I famously <laughs> hate Christmas Carol. I like it's the only sketch I dislike. Famously, like, actively, it's funny. Um, and ooh, that's some good smashing. Trent's brother Bryce, who I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not. He definitely votes. Um, we'll find out. It is his favorite sketch. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what? How? Why? It is touching Get on in a there, Scrooge. <laughs> it's touching on a trope 
and it's just like relying on that to be yeah. funny enough to to wake up this old man with this guy. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a wild one. Yeah. And Speaking the, the animation in it is wild. <laughs> yeah. It's like from the eighties. It's yeah. Those skeleton people remind me so much of the skeletons in Spy Kids too. Yeah. Uh. Yes, it is Spy Kids. Yes. Yeah. Spy Kids do uh, a sacred text to me. So. <laughs> okay, well, it's going up against the man, which is the Will Forte sketch. And speaking of babies on a plane, which we mentioned, you know, an hour ago at the beginning of this podcast. Shrieking fill the whole cabin. <laughs> yeah, as Cam said, he flew in today and he, he told us that he went through a little bit of experience. Yeah, it's it's about a four-hour flight from Chicago to Los Angeles and like pretty much right away in a flight we uh, there was a baby on the flight a baby um and <laughs> and uh it started crying like right away and i told trentnia i it knowing that i was recording this podcast today talking uh. about that sketch it was funny for, it was funny for longer than i thought it would be it was funny for like 10 minutes but i mean probably two and a half hours of this four hour flight what and now I'm too tired to say anything funny. The best part of that sketch is when they tell him that, that when the flight attendant comes over and is like, you're actually in this guy's seat. No. <laughs> and he stands up to move. And the guy who's going to take a seat moves in the direction. <laughs> oh, moving in the direction I'm going. Stupid uh, dumbass. And like so many people did that today on my flight. Oh I was thinking God. about this sketch more than all the other sketches all day. I... So, do we think the man over nachos? This yeah. is the hard okay. choice for me. I don't. I don't know. I chose the man, but I don't know. Okay, so we have a matchup between uh, Ruben Rabasa, the Car Focus Group, who naturally looks like he does, and the man Will Forte sketch, where he is dressed like Ruben, Ruben Rabasa, right? <laughs> same hairstyle. Uh, Car focus group or the man? What do we think? How's everybody oh feeling? These are two of the best sketches. And car focus group. It's it's right up there. I mean, I love Will Forte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love everything Will Forte does. Uh, but I also now love Ruben Rabasa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's had to do a lot less to get me to love him. Uh-huh. Yes. He's only had to do this one sketch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And his Instagram presence and his... is a favorite amongst the three of us. Oh, if you don't follow Ruben Rabas on Instagram, do yourself a favor. He's very funny. Then the crying started. <laughs> it's not that gross. <laughs> a rat, a rat bit, bit me. me. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, yeah. Well, let me, going let, let me ask you this. Neither of you thinks that Will Forte's kind of star power compared to you know, like Ruben's uh, unknownness, basically. You think any of uh, that, could that possibly play a factor in the man going through and winning this region? I feel like this sketch wasn't used in promos, so like you would have had to have watched the show mm-hmm. to have known that Will Forte was in the show. Mm-hmm. And if you watched the show, then you also watched Car Focus Group. Mm-hmm. So for that reason... I'm out on the man. <laughs> I, you know, I've been working in person again for the last like three months, and mm-hmm. I see people wearing Ruben Rabasa shirts. Wow. Really? Pins. I've seen like stickers on a water bottle. I okay. have a mug with his face on okay. it. Okay. And I don't see. That is it. a good idea. It's, and I, I stand by it. <laughs> I wasn't going to do the voice, but I'll do it a little bit. Oh, I, uh, I don't see that. 
for Will Forte's totally. sketch. I don't see that for the man. Whether it should be or not, that's not what we're discussing. Mm-mm. And I think that based off that alone, I think that Car Focus Group has the power in yeah. this uh, in this voting to to okay. win the whole thing. Personally. Car Focus Group, our collective winner of the stinky region. Oh, nice. Final region, sloppy mud pie. <laughs> we have the three-seated gift receipt versus the 30-seated, have you guys seen that YouTube video? The 14-seated River Mountain High Part 1 versus the 19-seated Pink Bag. <laughs> the 11-seated Chunky versus the 22-seated Baby Shower. And the 6-seated Game Night versus the 27-seated Fenton's Stables and Horse Ranch. Gift receipt, the final sketch of the first uh, episode, starring... Academy Award nominated actor Stephen Yoon. Yoon. <laughs> Incredible. <clears throat> but Stephen Yoon was a comedian. He comes from the yeah. Chicago well, comedy world. I think the whole first episode is perfect in the sense of like, here's what you're gonna get for the next five episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Like each sketch really like is the perfect introductory sketch mm-hmm. to what the rest of the thing is gonna be. And, you know. This sketch is so funny. It's so funny. The tone that it takes when they start discussing how they're going to decide what's yeah. going to happen with the receipt yes. is the tone that sets up so many of these other sketches, like uh, Car Focus Group. Yeah. It's the same sort of like, he said this, and so you have to do this. Yes. You know, like just the seriousness that it gets taken with. Yeah, it's the perfect ending to the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but first, the 30th ranked, have you guys seen that YouTube video? This is the first half of the Bozo dubbed over one that we talked about earlier. I don't think I noticed this until last night when I was rewatching it, but it literally ends with, um, so, you know, Tim is like, he can't figure out how to look up a YouTube video or whatever. Uh, and then it ends with them. It, one of the other employees is like, Oh, let's watch that one. of The nurse doing whatever, whatever. And they're like, yeah, and they turn it on. And then it just zooms <laughs> in on Tim slowly. And there is a single tear. <laughs> rolling down his cheek as he's trying to smile and laugh and then pulls back and then smile it's like very funny but oh but as he's scrambling to like i can't think of the name of it i just i don't even know like how to look it up it, that whole part breaks my heart yeah uh, oh yeah it's not even funny it's like dinner for schmucks type like oh <laughs> guys just like i can't even watch this right now yeah and ultimately it's really a setup for bozo over yeah so Gift receipts for sure gonna win. Uh, okay, River Mountain High Part One. That's where we got these two kids in River Mountain High talking about whatever. And Tim Robinson, the principal, comes over wearing a TC Tugger shirt, and they ask him about the TC Tugger, and he's just talking their ear off. Something else that I also think is funny for no reason in that sketch is that he is holding a plastic water bottle the whole mm-hmm. time, and he's like sort of cracking it mm-hmm. a bunch like because he's very nervous about <laughs> yeah. talking to high school kids he takes a full drink of it yeah for one of his takes yeah. slamming it <laughs> it's so bizarre it's like never explained why he has a model. thanks and thanks you guys for asking about it this sketch i feel like um i also didn't really know what to expect from the sketch show as a whole mm-hmm and I feel like this one really showed me what to expect because when it first showed the teens, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a spoof on teens. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, 
Not at all. None of this will be a spoof. This will all be Tim Robinson. It's not a joke shirt, though. You don't Don't make make jokes about them. I mean, it was so in the world of the show, of like a Riverdale, and like the actors they use, the music, the locker slam, like everything, the score of it. And you're right. They like really, they teach you what this show's going to be all about. They're like, no. This is TC Duggar time. <laughs> shirts used to get caught on my belly and I'd be pulling at it and it would ruin the shirt. But this has a knob so it doesn't wrinkle the shirt at all. Oh my god. And it's not a joke. It's going up against Pink Bag, which is, I'm surprised that it, I feel like Pink Bag should be Hi. higher than a 19 seed. I I'm, agree. And I'm, what is Pink Bag again? Pink Bag is whoopee Whoop cushion. <laughs> Tim Robinson goes, there's a pink bag on my chair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Look, okay, car focus group I've absolutely hands down laughed at, cried at the Mm -hmm. most. This is the one I've cried to second. Yeah. This, when he is describing the different ways that they could pull pranks on him. <laughs> and the one that gets me is meatball down my leg makes makes it look like I ripped my nutsack open or whatever. Is so is so funny. And then of course the entire threat of being angry for his family photo. I think that's the one I say to Trent most yeah. often when I'm getting mad about something. He's like, do you want my face to be beat red for my family photo later? Do I have permission to go home so my face isn't beat red for my family photo tonight? No one wants you to miss your family photo tonight. <laughs> Obviously, we've uh, just quoted the whole thing, but uh, so, he comes in and sees a whoopee cushion on his seat and then yeah. is like, doesn't get why it's funny. Yeah. He takes it, it very. he's very offended that they would try and pull a prank on him. That's not what him, my farts sound like. Yeah, make him embarrass him. My farts are long <laughs> and they reek. Okay, so but I actually I, I love that sketch, but what's the joke? <laughs> so what's the joke? So what's the joke? That's Is the one. The I pro- joke on the guy's widow. <laughs> you got him, June. He's dead. My okay. little brother will just text me. So what's the joke? <laughs> to everything I ever send him. That's funny. That sketch has permeated my life more than I even realized. Yeah. I'm realizing it right now. If if, <laughs> if Pink Bag doesn't win, then I think what Pink are you Bag. Doing? I think Pink Bag beats River Mountain High Part One. For sure. yes, I think so yes, too. Yes. So that sets up Pink Bag versus Gift Receipt, which is a tough matchup, I think, for Pink Bag. I do too. I think Gift Receipt will win. I think it's uh, obviously. The three of us feel very strongly about Pink Bag, mm-hmm. but I fear that that is a... It's a fart joke. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like fart jokes, it's a big old fart joke. Yeah. Uh, that's the joke. That... <laughs> so what's the joke? <laughs> um, yeah, gift receipt is just... It also ends in... That's a poop joke. It's a poop joke. <laughs> it has a crazy ending, though. Yeah. It, it has... With him dying. Yeah, he dies. <laughs> And the scream after he dies. Ah! Also, his name is Lev. Yeah. Okay, that's all. That's all. That's the comment. Uh, okay, the bottom half of the region. The 11-seated Chunky, which mm. is the Andy Samberg sketch, versus the 22-seated Baby Shower. Okay, let's talk about Baby Shower first. This is an underrated one for me. I think it is, too. Every time I watch it, I like it more and more. Yeah. Yes. They're talking about... 
they're throwing a baby shower, and Tim keeps bringing up gift ideas for the baby shower, and it's props from a failed movie that he tried to put together. <laughs> the conceit alone is one of my favorite conceits of the whole fucking show. The movie is like a gangster movie. Italian. So he has he tries to get rid of Stanzo fedoras. It's a Stanzo. And plastic meatballs. <laughs> Mini Tommy guns. Slick back wigs. Fifty black slick back hair wigs. (laughs) He's he's trying to get rid of them so hard, and when finally someone gives in and says, "Yeah, like we can take a few or whatever," he goes, "Really won't be worth it to me unless you take all of them." Oh my god, I'm crying. I like this one more than I thought I did. It's really funny. It's very funny. I love when when they cut to them receiving the gifts. And someone pulls out the Stanzo hat, and she like, oh, it stinks. And Tim goes, it's a Stanzo. <laughs> that's not a response to what yeah, she said. As if that's implied. Yeah. And just the ending, the, the black and white yeah. machine gun. The guy in slow motion. <laughs> do, 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 I'm do, so do, glad do. they added that in and decided to keep it. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's going up against Chunky. Yeah, despite the fact that I just lost my mind. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think that Baby Shower beats Chunky. Wow. I love Chunky. Um, but that's first, a Chunky. But for a sketch that has Andy Samberg in it, I mean, Andy Samberg is one of my favorite comedians of all time. You know, top yeah. three most influential comedians for me. And mm-hmm. he is a, uh, he plays a straight man in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah. It really could be. They underutilized. I mean, he might have been. He's good at it. He but... might have been better even utilized as Dan Vega, as the host of the, as the Tim role. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that, actually, now that you say that. Knowing that Andy Samberg was in this show, what sketch would you have slipped him into? I mean, Brooks Brothers. But, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of people who could knock that out of the park. Yeah. I think Sam Richardson could have done that well. Yeah. <laughs> I think anyone could have. Maybe I like Sam Richardson as host of Baby of the Year, but I think Andy Samberg <laughs> also would have been very funny as yeah. host of Baby of the Year. He also he would have been good uh, as new. He would have been good as new Joe. Joe. (laughs) Two, three, three, four. four. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well we'll say collectively Chunky because I think Nia and I think Chunky will be Baby Shower. I also think Chunky will be Baby Shower. And I think you're both uh, wrong. Okay, get out. Uh, okay, then I we think have... I should leave. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Game Night versus Fenton Stable. Fenton Stables and Horse Ranch, where you're the one that's hung. <laughs> Fenton's is absolutely <laughs> underrated, but it is also another, like, one-note, one-joke thing. Yeah. Like, the joke is that the horses have small penises. It's a dick joke. And it's funny, yeah. but, you know, I understand why it's rated so low. Yeah. And I have waited all of this time to talk about game night so i have nothing to say about all right let's get into game night i would much rather talk about game night (laughs) game night is the tim heidecker sketch this is my number one i think i ranked it i'll tell you right now i'll tell you right now even above ruben i get that nia it was your number one ranked and it was my number two ranked game night's the best sketch tim heidecker ah a gift where be your nutcracker, my lady? 
I we say this to each other every single day. I think what we say to each other most because it's most applicable is let me explain something to you. <laughs> we say that like him every single day when he goes to explain why the gazpacho soup burned his lips. Let me explain the something. The gazpacho to you. did just the way he says it, but he's such an asshole. Yeah. And, and he's so good at playing an asshole. It reminds me of his character in Us. Mm. He also plays an asshole in yeah. Us. It's a different asshole, but he's so good at that. Yeah, he is. Um, and then, of course, and maybe it's just because I like music, the whole thing is about jazz. <laughs> and Ooh, they just type the these map. names in. <laughs> yes. Um, as I said... I got Trent a Mookie Kramer in the eight balls poster for his um, birthday. And then uh, he can hit the high C all night long. He's got the freak lips. It's from the Colgate hour. (laughs) Okay, this one might not be helpful either, but he was also a frequent guest on the Colgate comedy hour. (laughs) Paul Bufano! (laughs) Paul Bufano! How hard is that? How hard is that? So do we think Chunky or Baby Shower's beaten game night? I have Chunky beating Game Night. Whoa! Because, if I remember correctly, and I haven't looked at the rankings as recently as you have, I feel like people weren't ranking Game Night high. And so I was like, oh, I guess other people just don't like Game Night. There's a lot of lines that get forgotten in that sketch that are so, so funny. It's also one of those, it's kind of uncomfortable to sit through watching him be such a dick to everybody. (laughs) But the pop at the end where she has not been embarrassed the whole time. Yeah. They didn't let us know if the, his girlfriend was embarrassed or not, and she's just like, you guys are really embarrassing me in front of, in front of Howie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is you so You people are very good. rude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I tried to give you those little kisses. You said no, PDA. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you said you wanted to be a writer. I said you don't have a curious you mind. You don't have a curious mind. He says, it's not the stakes. It'll give you cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cigars that'll give you cancer. Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay, so then, okay. So gift receipt. Do you think gift receipt beats Chunky or Game Night? I have gift receipt beating Chunky. I don't know if it would beat Game Night. I'm going to take Game Night in that one. I also want to take Game Night and say that's in the final four. So Game Night versus Car Focus Group. Yeah. Man, rip Nia's heart out. Stabbed in the heart. I think Car Focus Group will win. I think people love Ruben. Yeah. I think Car Focus Group is probably going to win the whole thing. It feels wrong for it not to be in the final, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Car Focus Group versus Hot Dog Car. I'm taking Brooks Brothers. The sketch of a generation. Mm-hmm. Gerard Michael D'Amelio, quote it. <laughs> we don't even know the name of our own grandmas anymore. <laughs> also, you poured X2. Also, Zach Kanan being sort of dressed as a hot dog. Oh, yeah. my God. Which is very Maybe, funny. Yeah. Them roasting him through the whole thing. <laughs> You're dog shit, dude. <laughs> He's running away from the cops. <laughs> You're dog shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So that's it. We're... I'm taking Brooks Brothers as the winner. Car Focus Group or Brooks Brothers? I'm going to stick with my man. I'm going to stick Ruben. with our guy. I'm going to stick with Ruben Rabasa. Car Focus Group. And I will also say Car Focus Group. Okay. Yes. Uh, honestly, it's really hard to go wrong. You know. Yeah, it is. There's going to be a great winner coming out of this. Yeah. Regardless of who wins. I agree. Unless Herbie Hancock Lifetime Achievement Award wins. Because that one is just fine. Come on. <laughs> Benton Stables and Horse Ranch. 
where you're the one that's hung. I just want to say also, every time I watch that sketch, I think of Jeff Dow's horse bit. Oh. And I think that's a better horse bit. Oh, that is a better horse really bit. good horse that's bit. That's the best horse bit I've ever seen. But if the image of that little horse dick is in your head, <laughs> that might carry that sketch farther than we think it is. Because it's really funny when you first see it. It is very funny. <laughs> them, them talking about the horse that killed himself because he has a small <laughs> All right, so that's our official prediction then. That's Pre- it. Predictions. Mm-hmm. So, just a reminder: there will not be a new episode on Friday. The new episode will be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Voting will go like this: opening round, the round of thirty-two, takes place on Monday. Tuesday will be the second round, the field of sixteen. At that point, Wednesday will be the uh, quarterfinals, which is the elite eight. Thursday will be the final four, the semifinals, and then Friday will be the finals voting. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday we'll have a, a fresh little pot, a day late, but Cam will be back on that one also. Mm-hmm. And so will we, me and Nia. Mm-hmm. Nia and I. I will. And she will. Okay. <clears throat> That's Attorney Podcast. You know, follow us at Attorney Pod or um, email us at TheTournamentPodcast at gmail.com if you have an idea for um, a tournament you want to see done or if you have thoughts on anything. Yeah. Especially and, this show. Yeah. I, I hope people watch I Think You Should Leave. It's one of the best. And it will take you no time it at all. It will take you 90 minutes. Yeah. Do it while you're doing your laundry. Do it. Yeah. Dump it. Trash Dump it. it. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that's it. And like we always say. May, may the, the thing, thing with, with the, the most votes win. win. Yeah, you, you kind of got it. I tried. I tried. Then I stopped. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Saturday to find out who won the best I Think You Should Leave sketch tournament.